right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for another episode of the 2022 Dakar Shakedown. I think we got it. I, th- I think we're going to stick with that. It's funny, though. It only took, uh, what, 11 stages plus a prologue to finally figure out how we're going to introduce this thing. Anyway, well, that's it. Stage number 12 was watching the video earlier. Uh, Larry Klein going live, showing Mason taking off from the bivouac for the final time. Uh, riding off into the darkness. Looked like it was still pretty cold, but uh, pretty awesome. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. That's it. All these miles, everything is all come down to the last hundred miles. So, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for tomorrow morning. I want to know. We all want to know. But we're going to have to wait a little bit. So, what are we talking about today? Well, let's talk about the final stage. We'll make it easy. All right. So, let's see here. We are going to jump over to the recap of stage number 11. Jumping on the Dakar app right now. Official countdown says... Let's figure this out here. I've got to wait for it to refresh because... Refresh. And we're at one hour, 39 minutes and 45 seconds before the start of the first motorcycle on the last stage, stage 12 of the 2022 Dakar rally. So let's talk a little bit about yesterday and how this and remember we were talking yesterday for or last night's episode. uh, We were talking about this, about the, the, the positioning and the swing and the how how the teams get, you know technical and and figure out the starting positions or or try and guesstimate their starting positions and all that and so yesterday was definitely a good example of that uh let's talk a little bit about yesterday's stage and how that shook down let's go ahead and jump up and open our trusty excel sheet here okay so stage number 11 501 kilometers total 311 miles uh, 346 of those kilometers were racing or timed or 214 and a half miles. And then 155 kilometers of that was uh, liaison with 90 or 96.1 miles. So that was the total uh, for them. So what happened yesterday? Well, first and foremost, uh, Kevin Benavides was your stage winner. Three, min- three hours, 30 minutes, and 56 seconds, followed by Sam Sunderland on the Gas Gas Factory racing bike. Four seconds difference between those two on the stage. So this is this is interesting, right? We talked a little bit today. Sprint race, short stage. I did overhear uh, Larry speaking to Mason uh, in his video about, you know, getting some rain overnight, some ruts, some washouts, stuff to watch out for. Uh, so there's probably going to be some gnarly sections. There's probably going to be some stuff that these guys are going to have to slow down. So it's not just all going to be booked today, um, but it, it, it's going to be that good combination of it. But it is the last 100 miles. That's literally nothing for these guys, uh, except for the fact that they've already ran 2,500 miles or so of racing. Um, let's figure that out here really quick. So miles of racing, so actual timed sections up until now, is 2,446 miles. That is how long they have raced uh, over the last roughly mm, 13 days. 
you got a rest day in the middle there, but uh, but that's basically the ground that they've covered. Now that's racing. Now as far as ground covered total, including the liaison for the uh, prologue, everything that happened on the prologue up until last night, uh, we're looking at seven thousand seven hundred and twenty-four kilometers, or more precisely, four thousand seven hundred and eighty-eight miles that these guys have covered. So that is a very, 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 very long, uh, long rally. I'm pretty sure we're, uh, we've made it to New York and we're on our way back thoroughly. Um, so, okay. Anyway, let's go back to yesterday's stage standings. Kevin Benavidez setting the time three hours, 30 minutes and 56 seconds. Sam Sunderland in the number two spot, just four seconds back. Sam Sunderland on the gas, gas factory racing bike. Joaquin Rodriguez on the hero motorsports team rally, two minutes and 26 seconds back. Matthias Wachner, Red Bull KTM factory racing four minutes and 54 seconds back. Ricky Brabeck with a fifth on the Monster Energy Honda, five minutes and 22 seconds back. And then sixth, Pablo Quintanilla, seven minutes, 40 seconds back on the Monster Energy Honda. Nacho Cornejo, Monster Energy Honda, eight minutes and five seconds back. And then Dumoncher on the uh, privateer team, Team Dumoncher Racing. Uh, 15 minutes back. So a bit of a gap there between 7th and 8th. Andrew Short finishing, let's see, Andrew Short finishing ninth on the Monster Energy Yamaha Rally Team, 15 minutes and 46 seconds back. Then you have Svitsko on the Slavnov Rally Team, 17 minutes and 51 seconds back, followed by Mason Klein on the BAS World KTM Racing Bike, and 19 minutes and 23 seconds back. Gimeza on that 12 spot or lean team. He is 20 minutes and 55 seconds back, followed by Daniel Saglia Jager on the Reju FN speed team, 21 minutes and 22 seconds back. And then it is Adrian Van Beveren, 14th Monster Energy Yamaha rally team, 21 minutes and 33 seconds back, followed by Xavier Desultre, HT rally raid Husqvarna racing, 21 minutes and 45 seconds back. Daniel Petrucci, Finishing 16th uh, on the Tech 3 Factory KTM, 23-14 for him. And then Mason's closest competitor in the Rally 2 class, Bradley Cox, in the 19th spot, BAS World KTM Racing, 24 minutes and 25 seconds back. Just to round it out on the 20, uh, you've got Juan Bereda, uh, Monster Energy Honda, 25 minutes and 10 seconds back. So a little bit longer of a stage time there. He's separated from the Yamaha, or excuse me, from the Honda boys, fifth, sixth, and seventh. So that is a pretty good power team right there, fifth, sixth, and seventh. So that means that the Honda guys, uh, Ricky, uh, Pablo, and Nacho, are all going to be together in a group right behind each other as they start. So what I, you know, I don't know the exact interval. I think it's still three minutes apart for those guys, but. Um, but we will see that is a strong group to keep together and, and riding, uh, you know, leaving, leaving the line. So in this case, you know, it's basically three brains trying to help the top runner, uh, of the team, which I believe is still, uh, Quintanilla, uh, the highest placed Honda at the moment. So good team effort right there. But then you do have Benavides Sunderland and then Walkner. So three, six minutes, and then you've got nine, 12 minutes uh in the three ktm bikes in tomorrow's starting order so uh let's see here so let's take a look that was uh that was yesterday's finishing order which is today's starting order uh then let's take a look at the general standings and how it all shakes down and what it's going to come down to 
All right. So for the, going into the final stage, right, the general standings through stage 11, Sam Sunderland, your leader, 37 hours, four minutes and five seconds, followed by Pablo Quintanilla, just six minutes and 52 seconds back. He's only got a one minute penalty so far. Third, Matthias Wagner on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike, seven minutes and 15 seconds back, followed by Adrian Van Beveren, Monster Energy Yamaha rally team, 15 minutes and 30 seconds back. Then it's Beretta in the fifth spot, Monster Energy Honda, 27 back. And then it is Ricky Brabeck on the Monster Energy Honda, 37, 24 back. He's in six. Nacho Cornejo going to be on the Monster Energy Honda, 4102 back. And then you have Andrew Short on that Monster Energy Honda, or excuse me, Monster Energy Yamaha rally team, uh, 43 minutes and 40 seconds. Foreshadowing the future? Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe short to, to Honda. Mm, I don't know. No, I don't think so. He's He's been a Yamaha guy and, and through and through, and uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. Then ninth, Mason Klein on the BAS World KTM racing team, 51 minutes back out of the lead. Mind you, first time ever to Dakar. Uh, then Toby Price, no stranger to Dakar. Red Bull KTM factory racing, 52 minutes, 52.27 back with a six minute penalty. So he is not far behind Mason on the standings, roughly a little over a minute, still good pace, good everything. You know, Mason's proved himself as a navigator uh, time. And again, there was, there was talks about Mason getting lucky on the first day and okay, but you still got to explain the other 10 and 11 stages where he's been holding his own. So uh, I think he's, he's finished in good positions. He's set himself up for this last stage. Um, You know, this morning he he looked fresh he looked ready to go and so i mean it's you know i it, you i don't think you could have painted a better picture for his first outing to dakar um this is just awesome job so much so much to think about so much to say and 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 about that and um and and in talking with him and and you know just just having conversations uh or, or a brief conversation one-on-one you know want him to get rest that kind of thing whatever but um Yes, he's totally pulling it off. And obviously he's rubbing elbows and bars with, you know, all these no-name guys in the top 10, you know, so whatever. Um, But anyway, so that is your top 10 right now for Dakar uh, going into the final stages. It is contested, though. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. So Mason Klein right now sits at 5109 back uh, from the leader in ninth. Toby Price going to be just behind him, 5227 back. And then right behind Price at 53.58 back, you have Stefan Svitko uh, on the Slavnov racing team or rally team, 53.38 back. And then you have Luciano Santolino, 57.33 back. Luciano Benavides, one hour and 11 minutes and six seconds back. So let's stop there, ninth through 12. So one, two, three, four. The next four positions from Mason back is six minutes roughly about six minutes and 25 seconds. So that's about the, the, the juggling right there. Those six minutes, uh, is, is the ball for the top 10 of the Dakar for the 22, 2022 Dakar. So, eh, not, not a lot of room to breathe for any of these guys, not, not just Mason, you know, and there's a little bit of a gap between Mason to Andrew, which is about six, seven, seven, eight, about eight minutes, uh, about eight minutes or so. So 
still it, it, it's not a lot of room to breathe eight minutes add another two to that and there's seventh place nacho cornejo so uh you're not you're real really dealing in minutes right now for this whole top 10 and with the guys that are starting a little bit further back that are going to have some tracks to follow uh this could be an advantage and it could help shake up that bottom that bottom top five or excuse me the bottom half of the top 10 so we'll see i mean there there's only 100 miles you can make up time or you can lose a lot of time i think you can lose more time than you can actually make up in that amount because you know that the top guys are gunning and and trying to get out there obviously they want to finish so they're not gunning that hard but they're not going to be slouches either you know and just kicking back and cruising you know they're on a mission so we'll see we'll see what the what the stage holds for them um it's it's going to be a quick stage i'm seriously like i'm super pumped uh to see the the results tomorrow morning uh i will probably be up like at 3 30 in the morning two o'clock or 2 p.m their time which is i think about the time they will finish if not earlier they may actually finish uh let's see if they're starting in an hour they got to run 100 miles plus they got to do that we may have results as soon as midnight maybe one o'clock we'll start seeing some guys cross the the dss the finish line and be able to start calculating some stuff. So this should be interesting. Okay, let's talk about stage number 12. We are going from Bisha to the capital Jeddah. And what that looks like on the book is 680 kilometers total, or 422 miles, 164 kilometers of selective section or special stage, 101.68 in miles, and then 516 kilometer liaison or 320 miles so what we're going to do is we're going to go uh racing for 100 miles and then we're going to go drive to vegas to celebrate i mean i guess you could put it that way but keep in mind they didn't you know it's not like they're doing 320 miles after the stage they did have a liaison this morning and then they'll have a liaison in the afternoon so uh this should be uh let's see we've got that going let's go home let's go to stage 12 there it is all right let's take a look at the stage profile now that we know the distances oh man this is gonna be good Ooh, and oh no no oh so good 27 percent sand for tomorrow or for tonight's stage so they're going to be ready to tackle on here in a few minutes or in a a little more than a few minutes obviously 27 percent sand for today and then 73 percent soil dirt that is a great split and that is it little bit of sand a little bit of soil so all the dirt fast guys today's their day there's some rain which means hero dirt which means epic helicopter footage which means all sorts of fun stuff um this is going to be awesome so i would expect to maybe see uh ricky uh maybe andrew um you know nacho a, a few of these guys uh mason included uh, be able to make up a little bit of time on that because that's more their what they've grown up riding. So I think that there's going to be some advantages there for these guys, and it should be very interesting uh, to see how it shakes down. And I, I would, I honestly expect to see some some fairly decent time swings, uh, maybe a couple lost, you know, times uh, dropping off, you know, people getting lost. Um, but I do expect to see at least a few minutes gained by several competitors, uh, on this stage, especially it being 73% sand. I mean, if you're 
figure it's 100 miles. So it's 73 miles of dirt and 27 miles of sand. Sand washes, uh, that kind of terrain with rain already in there, even more hero dirt. So bikes are going to be hooking up awesome. Everything is just going to be like, if it's what I'm thinking it's going to be, it's going to be like the the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, the all the other corny sports references that you can put on that. But it's like the grand finale. It's like the goodbye. And um, in a in a in a brief exchange this morning with Mason, um, you know, we talked talked about it and it's, you know, another day riding the dirt bike. But uh, like I mentioned to him and this was actually a, uh, a something that I had heard. Uh, in an interview from uh, Ivan Stewart. Uh, for those of you that don't know, he basically put Toyota in the map in the off-road industry, you know, Ivan Ironman Stewart. But um, there was always something that he had said in it, and it rang very, very true. And no matter the races that you did um, in the four-wheel vehicles, and, and I had, you know, a few finishes and a few races that we drove, but it was like you always at the end wished it was just a couple miles longer. And you always felt like, man, just I had so much fun in that last section. And this was just so amazing. And it's just this is it. And so I got a feeling that that is what uh, Mason is going to experience tomorrow. And and that is uh, that is an amazing thing for somebody so young uh, and with so much talent uh, to be able to get out and do uh, to do this and and to be able to cross that line. And that's that's just Mason and that, you know. I'm going to we'll stay away from the age thing because he put in he put in the work. He's done road books, road books, road books. I mean, he's literally studied for this since he started um, his writing. And, and, and since basically what was it, Sonora back in 2020, if I'm not mistaken. So and even before then, obviously doing road books. So he's at where he's at because of the work that he's put in. And uh, and I think this is going to be a good, uh, good, amazing excellent extremely unique experience for him so looking forward to that but then for all of the other racers and everybody else competing to ride that many miles to ride that distance to avoid uh you know having issues to to save the bike to make everything happen and get to the end of a race like this that's i mean that that's good enough the fact of where you finished and what position i mean that's you know Maybe the 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 few the top ten and those guys and they're really competing for the win and all that stuff. You know, I get it. It's racing. You have that racers mentality. You want to be there, but the vast majority of the field, that's not their thing. Their thing is finishing. So, finishing the Dakar tomorrow morning uh, for us tomorrow morning or or later this afternoon for these guys. Uh, what does that mean? Eight thousand four hundred and four kilometers total. Five thousand two hundred and ten miles traversed 4,129 kilometers or 2,560 miles raced or and of course the commuting 4,275 kilometers or 2,650 miles of liaison so all of that wrapped up into a ball 5,210 miles that is what these guys have have traversed along these these days and with only one rest day in between averaging looking at the averages it's you're going from about a hundred and probably averaged out at about 200 miles or so 230 miles racing every day 
So that's a, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big step. Let's see. We can, uh, actually we can average this out here really quick. So let's go that equals. Here we go. We'll do that divided by. 12, not 13 stages. We're going to go with that. So you're talking about an average of 401 miles a day is what we're looking at. So that is, that is crazy. So an average of 400 miles a day is what these guys are riding. I, we can say that, you know, 400 miles, you think about, man, 400 miles. Well, we've done an adventure riding and stuff like that. You know, you put in a 300 mile day, a 400 mile day. And the next morning, the last thing you want to think of is getting on the bike again. And these guys have done that now for 13 days straight is what they've done. So an average of 400 miles a day is what these guys are riding. Uh, never mind the section in the middle that's going to be racing that these guys have had to do. Um, let's, uh, let's include the liaison or, I mean, let's include the prologue on this, even though the first day's prologue was, uh, eh, let's just say a little, uh, a little short, but, uh, let's see, let's go with this and then divide that again and let's go 13. Uh, yep. Average racing is about 197 miles per day is what these guys race. So 400 miles average total with 196.9 miles per day of racing. So that is a, that is definitely going to take its toll. It's one thing to ride on the highways. It's one thing to ride, you know, and log some miles and put that in or, or, you know, if you're into that whole iron butt thing and riding a thousand miles in 24 hours, um, you know, that's one thing, but doing that, uh, doing race speeds for 200 miles and then chill out for the next 200 miles, you, you got a one off the bike, but I'm sure there's some scenery in Saudi Arabia that makes the time fly by a little bit easier. And then obviously the thought of getting to the bivouac, being able to rest, take the boots off and then just make it happen. So that is why the Dakar is such a tremendous feat, you know, covering the terrain, covering the miles, covering the distance and then keeping everything together and getting ready for that last stage. So with that being said, guys, that is it. This is the last episode of the Dakar updates. Uh, Sunday's episode for the podcast likely going to be just recap. We'll see if we can get a couple guests, you know, maybe talk a little bit about the Dakar and uh, and just kind of recap it. But on to the Dakar hangover and uh, oh, almost forgot. So uh, you guys may have seen the halftime show was live streamed. Well, uh, we are back and going to be doing that again. Uh, we're going to be starting something called Waypoint Wednesdays or Wednesday Waypoint, uh, which will be live streamed every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Uh, disclaimer, there's going to be some Wednesdays we can't because, well, we're on the road. Uh, so don't hold us to it, but that's the game plan. Wednesdays, 7.15 Pacific Standard Time, Wednesday Waypoints or Waypoint Wednesday. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I got it. I got a few days to, uh, excuse me, got a few days to figure it out. So uh, we'll get it going, but I'm absolutely excited. We're going to have some big announcements coming up already. They're already on the calendar. We're already getting ready to talk about them. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be an awesome time. 
a lot more fun and a whole nother level to the uh to the chasing waypoints podcast and uh and conglomerate whatever you want to call it uh yeah so i'm looking forward to it so don't forget uh tune in today's the last day to download the dakar app and get some information star those riders you want to know who and when they're finishing star the top top 10 guys uh, so then you know exactly when they come across the line, you'll start getting the alerts like I did last night at I don't know what time it was. It woke me up and I just silenced my phone because I was tired. But anyway, that is what is coming up, guys. Let's uh, let's get it. Can't wait to see these guys uh, do what they do. That is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up. And don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.